and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week we're going to chat about soul groups. But before we get into that, uh, why don't you like, subscribe, and follow on all of your favorite podcasting apps like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, etc., etc. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. And you can follow us over on Instagram as well. We also have a Facebook group. And I promise those faithful followers that I will be back to posting on Instagram. I was in the middle of a move. That has settled down. We'll be back. Okay, so this week we're going to talk about soul groups because, you know, right around Christmas time, Yule time, Nancy and I both had readings from Kadrick Olson, and he talked a lot in both of our readings about our soul groups that we attend, if you will. Often referred to as, you know, found family or your tribe, which I hate that term. I just, ugh, I don't like it, but found family or soul clans. Those are great. I'll use those. Those I love. But I want to give a little bit of a warning. Like a lot of things in the pagan world, this term can be co-opted by some less nice group that intend to exclude whole other groups of people. So uh, just a gentle reminder that here at Lunar Magic Tea Time, we do not have any patience for bigots or bigotry. And that's it. That's 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 it. That's the TikTok. We have no patience for bigotry. <laughs> right. I'm not accepted here. Okay. So when you're out there researching, just be very, very careful what you find. Um, <laughs> there's like there's this whole thing in Norse paganism right now, because Norse paganism is being so co-opted by white supremacists that non-bigoted Norse pagans are like what do we even do right now yeah it, it's time. it's such a challenging time honestly and people i just don't understand somehow i got on this facebook group just coming through my instant messenger and it's witchy pagan kind and then there's these people i want to know who the admin is of this group is i want to know if i say as if below we what are you going to respond dude why don't you just get out of the group no we don't need you telling us that things have to be a certain way. Yeah. And that's like, you know, we've talked about it before. I, Nancy and I are pagans. We are not Wiccans. Wiccan so. is a very organized, very codified religion. Um, corporate pagan. <laughs> I, I, I like to call it. It pretty much is. I call it the Catholicism of paganism. And yeah. Either you get it or you don't. But one of the things that Wicca teaches is what you send out, you get back threefold, which is just prosperity gospel, right? It's the Joel Osteen saying, if you pay me $10, if you send me $10, God will send you $100. It's like a pyramid scheme. It is a pyramid scheme. And so you get a lot of pagans, uh, a lot of Wiccans, sorry, a lot of Wiccans who, when they hear you doing protective magic or hexes or anything that they deem less 
than sunshine and rainbows, they'll say, well, you're going to get that back threefold. No, I'm not because I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe it. You might because you believe it and what you put out there, you're going to get back. What I'm putting out there is don't fuck around. Yeah. It's a very different thing. Anyway, on to soul. In your own lane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So, so a soul group is just that, right? It is people who are here on this plane in this reality that have a deep connection in a spiritual sense. Now, these groups do not need to be necessarily related by blood. And in fact, in um, a lot of cases, they are not. They can manifest in a variety of relationship types, such as soul friends, like Nancy and I, right? Soul mates or kindred spirits, karmic relationships, which I really want to delve into, and twin flames. And I hate that phrase. And we, we can talk about why I hate twin flames. I hate the idea of twin flames. And so let's just get that out of the way, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> so twin flames, the concept of a twin flame is presented as a relationship, almost always romantic in nature, where you are both burning so bright and you're flame power matches each other and da, 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 da. and yet every single time I have ever seen anybody talk about twin flame relationships it is an abusive relationship they always justify it with well he's my twin flame he's here to teach me how to get blah 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 blah, blah. Ooh, girl you don't need to be abused to learn your karmic lessons that's interesting because that's a different definition than I've been hearing. So what I noticed is when I started hearing twin flames, I started hearing twin flames about 10-ish years ago. Uh And so 10, no longer than that years ago. And when I started hearing it, that's absolutely what it was talking about. And what I've noticed is they have decided to rebrand it. And it really looks to me like rebranding it because literally everybody I'm seeing talk about their twin flame relationships it is a toxic and abusive relationship. Yeah, it's interesting. So we'll see what you think of it when. Because um, I did notice something. that there was a rebranding and I was like, no, that's cute. But that's not my experience with that phrase. Yeah. So I and I've said this on here before. I'm somebody who believes that people enter our lives for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And that every person that I have more than like a passing acquaintance with, so, you know, not the cashier at Kroger kind of a thing, but maybe, you know, um, those people I have more than a passing acquaintance with, I consider them part of my group. Mm-hmm. So part of my larger soul group, right? Because if you're more than a passing acquaintance, then I you're you're there for a reason a season or a lifetime and if you're there for a reason that's part of my contracts and my karmic lessons right if you're there for a season what am I learning in that season because I'm learning something in every phase of my life and you know are what are what are the people in that phase contributing to that Mm -hmm. education and if you're here for a lifetime then it's natural that you would have been part of a karmic contracting thing that's my take on that but um 
So what is the purpose of a soul group? That is probably going to depend on the sort of relationship you have with the individuals in that soul group, I would think. Mm -hmm. But, you know, since we're, what, what do you think the purpose of a soul group is, Nancy? I think it has a multi-purpose. I think, I think, I think we've talked about this other shows where you come in and you have a soul group and maybe not everyone in that group is going to come be with you at this time. People come in, like you said, for a reason, a season or a lifetime, like you coming into my life time where I needed to explore pagan and honor my inner flame and witch, whatever's going on with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I mean, I've told you this time and time again, I thank you so many times because I would have been another lifetime where I went, whoops, missed up that one too. Like supposedly I did with the last lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get into it with the different groups because I found the groups I found really interesting. So I'll let you okay. go on with your definitions because Mine's split into five parts. Okay. That was about what I was finding was five-ish parts to every. Yeah. Although, so I was originally, I was going to list um, signs that you found your soul group. But what was so funny was, A, all, like, all of the lists I found repeat, they had, like, 12-ish, these are signs you've met. And mm -hmm. of those 12 things, like, how many times are you going to repeat the same thing and just use different words? No, there's like, stop that. Stop that. You're just fluffing it out. Don't do that. Um, yeah. So, like the I, I thought, into the eyes. Like, yeah. Like, oh, and then it was, well, my favorite was in one of the lists and I'll get there. Uh, they were talking about how you communicate with people in your soul group. And I was like, okay, so ease of communication or comfort in communication. But they had some variation of comfort and ease in communication five times. It was yeah. almost half the list. And I was just like, you. Yeah. It, it's simpler than that. Y'all are making it way too complicated for no good reason. So, and yeah, it didn't make sense. Maybe but, and, someone in your soul group is meant to just push your buttons for you to grow as a person. We're just not, not the kind of person you can stare in their eyes. Apparently, the person you're driving me crazy. Well, and that's that was a yeah. reason, right? There's a reason or like something you had to learn from that relationship. So it's yeah, not and butterflies and puppy cases. No. Butterfly and so and many of the things know. were ableist. If you're not neurotypical, like one of one of the big ones on every list was you can hold eye contact. Child, no, not if you are not neurotypical. You you're just not gonna do that. Does that mean those people don't get it? no, no. So what I did was I went through about six different articles and about six different lists. And I was like, what is the over What are, what are the themes here, friends? And the themes are, it's easy for me to talk to the person without feeling judged. So yeah. again, we have that ease of communication, but we also have, I'm not feeling like you're judging what I'm saying to you. Because you accept that person. Mm -hmm. Or if you are judging me, it's because I've said something that requires it. Yeah. Like, mm. like, yeah, you know what I'm, so again, ease of communication. People in our soul group are often on the same page about our goals. Now, when I say goals, I mean like our life themes almost more than I mean goals. So like Nancy and I are on the same page about number one, our ethics you know, and our morality. Um, and number two, 
our uh, ideas for what we want in this lifetime as souls, not as bodies. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're not a particularly spiritual person, you're going to be at least mostly aligned ethically and morally with the people in your soul group, mostly. Mm-hmm. You're going to be aligned with your value systems, mostly. You're going to be aligned with your goals. And if that goal is to make all the money in the world, then I didn't say it was a good one. <laughs> ah, <but laughs> some other ways to tell that these are so it's the timing of the meeting and the relationship. You'll know, like you just know. And again, if someone's coming in for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, why are they coming into your life? Why are you coming? I was going to say, I think the sad part is a lot of times you don't realize that until that person's out of your life. You know, true. When you look back, that person changed. Like a quick story, Brian and I were just talking about this the other day. One night, Jessica, had lo- <laughs> she lost the keys to her car. Like they fell off the roof of her car, but it's an electric car. And, it went on the side, like the entrance to a freeway. So that was one over by Delta, right? So Troy over there, he's walking around looking for the key, runs into this, I think he was early 20s, and started talking to him. And at the end of the conversation, the we call him man said, thank you so much. He was contemplating suicide because Troy had met and talked to him and listened to him, that changed his outlook on life. And here's the thing of someone that you're going to meet once for 15 minutes, but that person changed your life, like a teacher or someone in your life that made a big difference. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be someone that was with you for 10 years or five years, or it could be 15 minutes. That person could change your life. So timing, timing of the meeting is everything, right? For that one. Timing. And an overall sense of comfort or lifting up your soul group, your, you know, yeah, there's always going to be those outliers, right? Like Nancy said, there's going to be people who are here to push your buttons and make you look at things differently. But at the end of some of those processes, right, you should feel like you've grown. Yeah. You should feel like you've grown. You should not feel like every type, like you should not feel like people in your soul group, right? Yeah. Are people you're constantly battling. I just don't, I just, and that's, that's why I think that twin flames are a problem because in every situation, save for maybe one or two that I've seen, and I've, like I said, I've been paying attention to this one for a while. I've seen it be very, he's my twin flame. I'll do anything for him. Meanwhile, he's selling your stuff out of the backseat of his van. And, you know, so, but that's, that's what are some of the pitfalls of twin or of soul groups, Uh, the ability to, and it's not even soul groups. Like if you're part of a soul group, you're part of a soul group. That's But it, it comes down to one of the pitfalls of, any form of spirituality and spiritual language is its ability to be used for abuse, abuse and control. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if somebody like, 
yes, we're using the phrase a lot because of this context, but how often have we ever said it? Like Nancy and I are not constantly reassuring each other that we're in the same soul group or we have a, no, we're yeah. like, no, no, you're just my sister from another mister. Like it's yeah. just very casual. Yeah, that, that's our relationship. We're not like you're part of my soul group. And as part of my soul group, you need, no, it's none of that shit. No, no, no. none of that. It's very we're written contract here. Uh, one thing I yeah. did found interesting and it really made me think of you and your mom, it was saying how soul groups that reincarnate again and again, mm-hmm. that you decide to come in as different roles. And sometimes it is hard on the people because the roles have changed and that relationship changed in real life. It's hard. And you know exactly where I'm going with this, where you and yep. your mom and you were still kind of that mothering figure in this yep. life. Well, and that's what Kadrick said is Kadrick said that, that, that she had chosen to reincarnate as my mother this time, this lifetime, because she felt that in our past relationships where we had been primarily friends and on a more, you know, equal age footing from the sounds of it, um, I'd always just taken care of her. Yeah. And ironically, (laughs) looking back at my life. I was the caregiver. Yeah. Even if I wasn't specifically her caregiver, I was the caregiver in the house since I was eight. So while her intention originally may have been to flip those roles, she didn't really do that. It was was interesting because they were talking about that, how... um... Even though you go in, you all sit down and go, okay, this life, you're going to do this, I'm going to do that. Because you've had past history where you took care of her. It was hard to change that dynamic in this life. Uh Or hard, Uh maybe hard for her to change the dynamic. Well, I know that, I know that one of the things that, one of the ways it shows up that it was difficult to change that dynamic was her, um, I cannot remember how long ago this was but she had a heart condition um an event i don't know what to call it but basically she passed out at work they ambulanced her to the hospital they life flighted her to the bigger hospital an hour and a half away i think they life they might have just taken i don't i don't know she had surgery she died on the table three times how old was she well, all of my kids were born, so okay. in her fifties. Okay, <laughs> that's how like all three kids were. <laughs> so in in her fifties. Um. So I didn't find out about any of it, any of it, until they released her from the hospital a week and a half, two weeks later. And my aunt called me and said and asked if I would be available to come up for the weekend because she could only stay two days to take care of mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh. No one told me anything. No one told me anything. And I think that that was mom's way of trying to prevent me from taking on the caregiver role. Yeah. But I was like, no, (laughs) we are misunderstanding how this works. So, but also parents out there, tell your kids when you're sick. Like, yeah. I mean, I tell my kids. You know, it's hard. I don't make them take care of me, but I tell them, hey, this is a change in my health. You should be yeah. aware. Anyway. Anyway. 
so the pitfalls are you know the 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 ability for soul groups to be used in a manipulation way um they can also be used as a cop-out i am part of this soul group if these are my people I don't need to grow anymore. I don't need to change anymore. I've reached enlightenment kind of thing. And I've seen that a couple of times. Mm. I've seen it enough that I'm like, mm, you've missed the point of life in general. Um, this experience here and you're going to be back with the same <laughs> plans for next life. I, I always just figure, you know, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I just kind of figure, okay, well, if I'm, if I'm here in this corporeal body to do any sort of work, I want to do the work. I want to get it done. But if there's time left over at the end of this test, can I start on the next section? That's right. Right? Like you're, like let, me you're, get, let me get ahead of it. Yeah. Like you're, I, I'm here to take an SAT. And I understand I have 75 years to work on math and science or whatever. I didn't take the SATs. Um. But I have this much time to take, but if I finish, I finish this section in this much time, can I work on the English section Yeah, and like get a jump on that? That's my, that's my take on it. We can figure it out. I always try to figure out. Yeah. I just. Not amusing, but kind of amusing where they were talking about 5% of the people that are reincarnated right now. Uh -huh. are either basically starseed alien whatever they call them ap or something so you've been on other planets occasionally come to earth earthbound you've been here you've been on other planets been you've been earth for thousands and thousands of years and what was the third one oh and angelic presence that are here to help elevate us the rest of 95 percent were like three to sixes in elevation. But the interesting thing, they were breaking them down on different planets. And they were saying that a lot of the people that have autoimmune issues have come from other planets and their digestive, their souls or digestive systems have a hard time here. Hmm. Certain stuff. It's increasingly impossible or improbable that there's life out there full stop it's oh like, yeah i have no doubt and like i said i have always throughout my life figured i came from a different planet because i would always have visions that i could just fly and i told you the time Kimmy went anna i'm really upset i can't fly and i go yeah me too she goes but no nana i really thought i could i know i dream all the time that i could not so much anymore but i used to and oh, now i have two celestial slash alien spirit guides there you go I wonder why All right. sure. alex was 100 percent convinced she could fly so convinced she could fly that she jumped off the bunk bed yeah split open her eye that was a good day i was so mm -hmm. sure they were gonna i was so sure yeah anyway okay so yeah just yeah <laughs> so the five types that some real i mean i time I was really impressed how it was broke down because I hadn't seen it. You know, I've been watching a lot of guy in that. The first one was source. It's, it's important oh. to understand that we're all source energy. Everything in this universe is part of source. So we've talked about this all the time. Everything's connected, whether you're uh -huh. a tree, a plant, an animal. So 
the first number one group is source. Mm -hmm. Every action, every ripple, everything, everything we do affects others. Everything we do on Earth vibrates out to millions of other planets. Surely. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so number one source, which I hadn't seen that actually in writing before, and I really like that. If you remember everything. Yeah, I like that. That, that I ten out of ten. I do like yeah. that. Yeah, they had me write it that one. So then there was soul community. That's where you talk about similar lessons and themes in life. You come to earth intention and how you're gonna your soul's gonna grow, whether it's a relative, friend, co-worker, whatever, people that come in and out of your life. It's a, you have a kind of a same mission. Mm -hmm. a soul community. And that's you're talking yeah, to talk about even a stranger that came in, like sorry, with that kid, five, ten minutes could change your life. Or mm -hmm. Particular teacher that made you feel better about yourself. So you could have hundreds and thousands of people on your path that are part of your soul community. And like we've talked about, you might not even realize until, man, I remember that teacher I had in high school. The way he made me feel about math or whatever that kind mm -hmm. of changed my attention to a certain subject. Mm -hmm. So then, soul family, immediate family members that you incarnate with. You often have a close bond. You're here to learn similar lessons or themes, no matter what the relationship you chose to come back in with them for this particular lesson or experience. And maybe it's maybe one person is going to have the real soul break. I don't know <laughs> the, the big experience and the rest of you are there to support or to guide into that experience, whether it's bad or good. So you, you may not you may not have the super thing on this life that you're there to support somewhere else okay and in doing that learning kind of that same lesson right that's what i think of that one. okay um and then this is another one i really like because they talk about soulmates that your soulmate group can be three to nine people and this person plays a significant part of your life so it's not just your your lover or your husband or wife whatever okay. family member friends lovers these people will leave a lasting impression on your life and will also have a hand in changing your life. They touch your life in the deepest levels. They're the ones you have strongest connection to. So I really like that definition of soulmate, that it's not just that one person. Yeah. I it's not just that stranger that changed you know, or that teacher that spent 10 to 15 minutes. It's someone that says a more. It's a much more deeper connection. But I love how they have it very specifically as not necessarily romantic, but exactly, which which I think is really important when having those kinds of conversations, because especially in America, we get this, you know, soulmate means the person you're meant to be married to and with for the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know. So I really like that. Yeah, so you work together to help each other learn lessons. And then when you shift out, of, I love this shift out of your human form. Just this, um, this web page was great. Um, your soul will reconnect with its group in the higher realms. And all of you will work together and help each other to decide, understand the lives you led on earth and what you learned, what lessons you learned. The soulmate group in the higher realms is your support group. You share a special like bond and you're, you're each other's bigger supporters. Now, this is where Twin Fames is different than your explanation. 
And I've heard this, like you said, you might, the, the shift of the definition, it might occur because I've seen the same thing on the shows. It says, when our soul comes to earth, not all our energy enters into our body. The rest of our energy can remain in higher realms and it can be transferred to another body. Listen, life is hard enough being on this planet at this time, controlling mm -hmm. one body. Can you imagine if we were split no, between two? So yeah. when you have two bodies with the same soul energy, it's referred as a twin plane. While everyone has soul energy left in higher realms, we all know we have our higher self, right? Mm -hmm. to, having a twin plane on Earth could be pretty rare. Reincarnating into two different bodies is often a lot of hard work. Praise Bridget, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're so worn out. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what they're talking about. It's possible to have them more than one twin plane. Whether humanity has perhaps has not reached that level of consciousness just yet. So this is how. Now here they do talk about twin flames often find each other during their time on Earth, but the purpose of their connection is not just romantic as commonly believed. And that's kind of gearing into what so, we were so talking what... about. Well, th so that's the manipulation argument, though, isn't it? Is mm -hmm. you you're meant to be so, and this is why this this is my season of breaking contracts. Uh, so the one thing that I've noticed in twin flame conversations, and again, like I said, for years and years and years, is oh, it's because we have the same energy, we're the same soul, we're the we're connected, we're da da da. Um, okay, why is your soul an asshole then? Yeah. Why so is your soul you treating you like this? Light and dark. But that wouldn't. If the if you truly believe that this person is your twin flame and therefore part of your missing soul, and I have no problems with the idea that we leave chunks of ourselves behind. Yeah. Um, I have no problem. Soul retrieval. Yeah. Right. So I have no problems with that. What? But if you truly believe that this this person, this other human body, is part of you. Why are you treating yourself like that? Yeah. And that's why, because why are you because, allowing yourself to be treated like that? Yeah. And I think in all of the times that I've heard people talk about their twin flame and talk, it's always in the context of how badly they're being treated. And I just am like, maybe that person is there to teach you this very difficult lesson. But I feel like that's not a twin we, flame. That's just one of the other groups. Yeah. Because in that situation, that should be one of those people that are in your life for a, sh a reason or a season, and then you bail. Like, oh, God. Uh, but yeah, I, those I do want to acknowledge um, the webpage that I found this, foreverconscious.com. Um, they have all different kind of things, but this was, I, it was I absolutely at least different. I, li I really like some of the part, like the Twin Flame. I love the source thing. Yeah, because we because, forget that yeah. we're all connected. It's hard right now to remember we're all connected, mm -hmm. but we are. They're just, I don't it know what their soul group lesson was, but. It isn't even just that we are all connected. It is literally that we are all part of the same thing. It isn't just connection. Like I can't. We all came, we all came from source. I read I read something this week that blew my mind and all I can remember is the first part of it and the first part wasn't even the shit that blew my mind um yeah. but the first part of it was since the universe came into being so since the big bang or whatever you want to call it 
that since that moment, the amount of matter has stayed exactly the same. The amount of energy, the amount, everything, it's, there's no change in the amount. Only change has been in the formation. Yeah. Because it's all energy. Yeah. Because it's, it's all energy. It's all energy. And we are all energy. And because we are all energy, we are all the same. Yes. So people, and we're going to go through that line again. Because we're all energy, we are all the same. Doesn't matter what color, doesn't matter what religion, doesn't matter and anything. We're all energy. And more than that, this energy that is your body right now is ancient. Yeah. It is the same matter, the same energy that has been in existence since the Big Bang. You human out there are literally stardust there's this is this isn't some hyperbolic fluffy feel good yeah woo woo sentiment you're literally decaying land <laughs> and i'm and i'm saying like you are stardust yeah. there is nothing out there that isn't I can't even look, I'm gonna have a cosmic horror moment if I think about it too hard too much harder. Because space is massive. It is. We can't even comprehend it. No, I not did a even, space we're not even a grain of sand. I did a space meditation once and it was amazing and it was cool. And then I threw up because space was so big. At least you came back. I did come back. Where was I gonna go? It's cold in space. And it's cold. I don't like it, uh, but I I did this this visualization meditation and and for long enough I was literally just in the middle of absolute nothingness that was in between everything else. You were in a black hole. No, no, because I'm not dumb and I would <laughs> not do that. Plus, how would you ever come back if you cross the event horizon? You'd just be there forever. You'd never yeah. wake up from that meditation. You know how black holes work. Time slows down. I've been shot and my dreams have reset. So if I ever had a meditation where I went there, I would go whoop, and I'd be back like on. That, that, you're going to know because a black hole has that gravitational pull. You're not going to win this argument. I mean, I'm going to win this argument <laughs> because I literally got shot in the head and then and replayed the back. I'm like those multiple ending in those books. It's where you said you could jump to page 62 or you could jump to page 59. See, that's funny because when I die, that's in my, my dreams. dreams I'm a ghost later. It's weird. Fade to black and then it comes back and does it again. Okay, we didn't like that ending. So that guy comes and sits yeah. next to you. You're going to move over. Interesting. See, I don't get to do that. Yeah. I've, all my big, what I would call disaster movies, have alternate endings. Yeah. It's funny. I just die. That's because I'm a control freak and I'm not going to let my dream do it. It's like, nope. <laughs> and I'm too much just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I died. You died. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. It is not true. If you die in your dreams, you do not die in real life. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, feel how you want to feel about that. <laughs> yeah. We're proof. Still, uh, are we? Are we still here?
Oh no, we are not made to explain this. Listen, I medicated before we did this. <laughs> and we do not need one of those moments. We don't go to outer limits to them. Ooh. Ooh. No, ma'am. <laughs> so, so, soul groups. I do want to, uh, how was I going to phrase it? So, soul groups are weird. They're wacky. You, We all have them. Well, they are because they're going to be, and I do think it's important to remember, you're going to have different groups that speak to a different part of your soul. And if, as physics is starting to sort of lean towards, if there's a multiverse, which there is, uh, every hard decision, every important decision, every decision branches off right and so now we've got all these different realities you're gonna Mm -hmm. so we hold this to be true multiverse you're going to have different soul groups from different decisions yeah right so you're gonna kick out of your group nope yeah can't come back yeah and and so it's it's all this web of 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 bonkers yeah, of your contract. I mean, really, you hold it or you break it. Yeah, and and like I know, like Nancy is a member of my soul group for big important work I'm doing here and now. This this in this reality, but I have other people in my life who are part of a different soul group for smaller work. That yeah. probably came from a different incarnation or a different branch of the reality or a diff- completely different difference. Yeah. Christian yeah. kind of a thing. So yeah. you're going to have overlapping. You're going to have all of, and it's at the core of it. You don't necessarily need to feel like you need to break down and define every one of your relationships with the people in your groups, um, soul group or otherwise. Uh, just know that that the people you feel an incredibly intense connection with are probably the people you should be listening to on the bigger work. But they should be listening to you. (laughs) That's also true. That is also true. Um, Because I had a moment, I, I, because I was thinking about this when I was writing this article, this outline, and I decided not to put it in, but I had a person in my soul group who was there for just a, for, for a reason that was it. They were there for a reason. Um, but one of the reasons that we ended up not being in each other's lives for a season or longer was because I had completed my work with her and she did not accept Mm. the work she had to do with me. If that makes sense without getting too personal, without getting like, without calling too much shade or anything like that. Nope. I did my job in that relationship, which was to learn the things that she had to teach me that were incredible and they are, they were valuable and I use them daily, literally. But then when that part of our relationship was almost at the end, we came to a crossroad where the relationship could switch could change could grow and she could begin to learn from me and she decided she didn't want to do that no and that's we will meet again next time because 
we will be obligated to meet again next time. Yeah. We may meet this time when she's ready to do those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she was definitely part of the soul group. I have no uh, no problem with that understanding. Like, I don't doubt that for a minute. But I do know for a fact that the minute that, if you want to call it a power balance, shifted to where she would, where we would be more equal, she didn't want that. No. That's a her thing. So. A flaw in your character when you think you're the smartest or the hardest working person in every room. It's not going to work well, well for sorry. Sure. Anyway, everything's fine. Anyway, so that's so good. So I was thinking, I know we have next month, we have oh, spring equinox. And a star. Yeah. It's a star next. Star, yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. thinking we have to look at the dates. A good follow up to this episode would be okay. spirit guide Ooh, yes just throwing that out there Chris didn't okay. know i was going to throw that out there but i'm just throwing it out there. no no she didn't okay and then me it kind of it works actually yeah we can totally do that yeah except yeah because we'd have one between i don't know i'll have to yeah, look at my we have time i mean it might not work out but i'm thinking that we should do i just got all excited for ostara because for the first time in about two years i feel like i have space to get really uh ridiculously witchy yes and like do all the ridiculous... do a drum circle oh sidebar listeners nancy <laughs> bought me a drum and i love it a lot i'm not the only person who loves that drum a lot <laughs> i saw him, him uh... <laughs> he he loves so so um... luckily it, it doesn't make a really loud noise unless no, you but he... really hit it hard no he loves it. I have to, yeah. He in will. The backyard. He will definitely be into a drum circle. Yes. And we can definitely do it in my backyard. Because it's even fire. Because no matter the weather, I have a covered porch. Yep. And we both have covered porches. Yay! And, and fire pits. I, I love it. All right. So that was so groups. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can fire us an email at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. You can like, follow, subscribe on all your favorite podcasting stuff, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just remember to look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I promise I will get back to posting more regularly now that the move has settled down. And that's all I got. <laughs> As always, have a magical day and check out foreverconscious.com. I found it very interesting. And this was just a small bit of what they had on their webpage. So um, go out and check it out and have a magical day. <laughs> <laughs>